Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team with the ability to siege the bay. You'll never make it out of the bay. Give no quarter and feed the fish with any enemy that takes the field during their quest to find the Lombardi Trophy. Bucks win! Bucks win! Join Craig. And he walks up to me and he says, I'm John Lynch. He is a monster. That's, that's what he was, a hard-hitting white boy that played safety and he was something special. Eddie. He built the pyramid right in front of us and said, this is how we're going to do it. We got to practice doing things right all the time, little things, huh? details. And Zach. Every day you build, you got to build a foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. As they take you on a journey discussing front office moves, game breakdowns, and interviews. So batten down the hatches and get ready to set sail. It's time for Book.Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, High Steen. You know what it is. It is Victory Monday, even though it's a Tuesday, right here on Buck That Podcast. We are a day late, but we are definitely not a dollar short. All of us couldn't be here yesterday, so we had to move move the show a day back. So even though it's Victory Tuesday, if you will, we're going to call it Victory Monday because that's what we're accustomed to, and that's really what it is. Just sometimes, you know, schedules don't work out the way they're supposed to. And, you know, you got to postpone things sometimes because we adults – None of us hit the Powerball, so we actually have to go to work and do things like that. So we can't fault that to anybody. But I do have the full crew in here today with me. We got the brochachos in the building right across from me. I got my boy, Zach Kearney, even though y'all are both kind of t- uh, across from me. We got my boy, Zach, in the building. Yeah, I don't like when you say my last my name. My bad. This is a habit. With, with, yeah. with, it doesn't roll off the tongue quite like with quietly. DF. I, or, I, I'm uh, used to DF, my boy, Mr. Folk. I don't know my last name. Cavasios or Cavassier. something? It's Eddie. Cavassier. My boy, Eduardo Cavassier. I'm Pastor doing good, Cavassier. man. It's good to be back in the cabin with you boys. It's been a couple weeks for it's me. It's been a couple I've weeks been, since I've been we've really been. really busy and, and, and running around doing other shit. But, uh, well, the one week back. me and you were here, the following week it was me, me and Eddie. Yeah, I'm losing so, track of time and everything like that. It's crazy. Between life, being wounded, and everything else, we we, we all we all messed up we in here. like two broke hey, big dogs. But I do, before we get into this, I do want to give a shout out. Make sure y'all follow nature studios on all social media platforms right now youtube go like that stuff there is a sneak preview me and the homie eddie got pre-show y'all gonna want to see that well i'll just go ahead and say we are dropping this video on christmas morning and we are going to be putting out a little social media promo post saying, I like it. saying basically we'd like to have some of the people who subscribe to us on nature studios florida to take some photos or video while they're opening up presents on Christmas morning when we premiere that video on YouTube. Get that out. We'll help push it. Yeah. And also across from me, last but not least, we got the homie, Eddie in the building. How you doing today? Good, man. Always a day late and always a dollar short, but we're here, baby. Are Happy you, Tuesday. Are you passing the Cavassier? 
Not yet. I am actually passing the Celsius. The Celsius. He did yeah. pass yeah. Celsius, Celsius, and I already down mine. Pulled that up. blue Raz lemonade was it, delicious. All right, sorry, but I kind of like the. Uh, you wish you you would have got what I had. Probably the sparkling cola is not bad. You know, it has a little RC cola kind of taste. RC to cola, it. okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's not bad. It's not. I was bad. In, the, in the mood for something fruity. Something I, fruity. I do want to say yeah. shout out to my boy Kyle tuning in on the Facebook Live, all the way from Aussie, all right? the way from Australia. Man, we got fans three. down under. And listen, so apparently there had been a little bit of critique from people who don't get a chance to listen to us live. You get to check out the Spotify's people. I'm telling y'all this once for right now, and I'll, I'll make the announcement every show. We are Facebook Live. That's the only place you can find us live right now the present moment. So from here on out, the rest of the show, if I say someone's chiming in on the live, Facebook. Facebook. Until we get some other live streams going on, which are, which are coming up in the future, then I will. But I can't say somebody's chiming in on Twitch if ain't no, we ain't got a Twitch up. So, so right now, it's just Facebook only. Just because gotcha. I'm, I'm a little slower on the whole live feed. So you have to get a, a different camera set up to run a different one? No, no, no. You could patch them all in onto the same cameras? So we wanted to, since the Facebook Live is what we were accustomed to mm -hmm. at STLR from the beginning. Yep, I remember. And it was the easiest to set up. We went with that. Now we got to figure out, I, we, we do have a Twitch account. Okay. So now we just got to go ahead, get that logged up and figure it out. And then the, probably a test run will be coming shortly in the near future with me and Johnny on a Saturday on one of our okay. shows. So we could figure that out. Shout out to the homie Frank on the Facebook Live. Shout out to Frank. Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Not Frank the Tank. Yeah, Frank that we went to uh, the Monday Night Football game Oh, with. Frankie. Frankie. Yeah. My man, Frankie. What's up with you, boy? That's a good Bucks fan that, right that's there. That's a huge Bucks fan right there. Speaking of going to games, you ready to go on January 12th? You going to go? You let me know Listen, if you're not. I don't the know. New Orleans game? I'll, have to, I'll let you know Friday. Okay. Yeah, let me know. I'll let you know Friday. It's a hot seat. Uh, a hot I'm, seat. I'm telling you. It's a hot seat. Is it seat. a hot seat like Devin White's hot seat? Might be close, and that's something we're going to be getting into here very, very shortly. I don't know. I mean, it's it's Orlando in Miami against the Heat. What? It's a pretty good game. Pretty oh, good game. Oh, it's basketball. Yeah, it's basketball, but still, Orlando's hot right now. I don't know. I don't watch basketball. Huh. Last time I watched basketball, lost. I think I was watching Tim Duncan. I think Orlando's like third in the East right now, but this isn't the basketball show. Though. This yeah, is Buck That Podcast. Buck That Podcast. It is Victory Tuesday. Bucks that win hell of a victory. 34 to 20. Man. I thought they were going to lose. Is Green Bay that bad or did we we just play that decent as a team? Green Bay's defense is that bad. They're it's probably the reason why Green Bay is not a good team at the moment cuz Jordan Love is looking like he might be the guy of the future. And their offensive line is garbage too. Yeah, they But they're young. That offensive is really young. I think we're kind of similar in the same boat <laughs> as far as as Green Bay goes. They need some improvements as well. I, I think, you know, maybe we play that game 10 times. We might be the better team out of the two, but I think they could definitely beat us on a, on a different Sunday. I, we, we pulled that one off. Baker balled out, had a, a, you know, a career game. His best, I would say, right? I yeah. mean, to be the highest-rated QB ever as opposing quarterback – and Lambo, that's pretty impressive. That's, that's impressive. impressive, bro. That other Lambo than, Field, other than Aaron Rodgers, aka uh, the Frozen Tundra, and in December, yeah, that's just that's saying something. it wasn't quite frozen. It doesn't matter, man. It's not December. this time. But that's just the you nickname. Know. I know, I know, I know. I wrote it up on the board. I know you wrote Frozen Tundra, but you as I was writing it down it wrong, on the board, out. Right. No, it's not. Just checking you, just making sure you. It's not. You good? You good? Yeah, I, I got spell check. 
No, when I was writing on the board, I was thinking like it wasn't really that cold. He drove the back of my truck. You know, we looked at this game early on in the season. We thought, damn, we got to go to Green Bay in mid-December. Mid-December. This might be. Which historically has not been the best. No, uh, yeah, for the Bucks. I mean, remember. We couldn't beat no the, team under 44 day, degrees. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, but yesterday having Baker Mayfield, Sunday. I guess, his, his days in Cleveland helped him in the cold, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, he had I, a really I think good game. it comes down to a few things. I mean, when it comes to sports, there's the superstitions and things like that. And, you know, you, you have those. You see it all the time on the four letter. They're like, oh, you know, such and such. They, they've they've got this streak and nobody's ever blah, blah, blah. And this many games has been able to do. And then, then that team that comes in and, and, and they jinx them. They, it's like the jinx. Yeah. For for years and years and years, it was like the the below a certain degree curse for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and. We played like crap, but we went to, to different uh, places that, you know, the, the, the weather was below 40-something degrees, and it was just historically one of those things for us. As of late, in, you know, the, the last decade or so, I don't think that's been, you know, the thing. It still gets brought up sometimes, but it, it wasn't like those Warren Sapp years. and some. some no, of, it was after we got out yeah. of the NFC Central with yeah. Green Bay, the Lions, and Minnesota. Once we got out of that division – we got into and the we south. Moved to There's the a little warmer temperatures, and yeah, it's all warm down here. So yeah, that that moniker kind of went away. Um, but yeah, the Bucks are on a streak right now. They are what With three th- games three in a row, right? Uh, best of the, best of the year so far, as far as win games or win streak goes. So can we talk a little bit about some of the unsigned heroes of that game? That like aren't your normal unsigned people? or unsung? Un- unsung unsung heroes. My bad. Unsung. I hope heroes. they signed that. They're playing for free unsung right now. Unsung heroes. <laughs> I thought I meant unsung heroes. You sure you got like, a little tequila in that Celsius I know, over there? Right? I'm, hey, man, I kind of know how he's feeling. I drank mine pretty quick. Still, I got it flowing through my wounded, veins. I'm still man, so I'm not like a, at 100% Listen, yet. I, I feel you on that I'm one. I'm over here struggling. Listen, I was just at basketball practice, and, and Perry said, line the girls up in a 3-2. I said, all right, we're going to get into 3-4. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking about <laughs> fuck that podcast. They said a 3-4. Coach, I said, listen, the medication, I was like, this like, ain't blue, even football. Blue 42. <laughs> yeah. About to call the three four defense. Are we blitzing on? <laughs> we need some dimes. Out we need here. a corner blitz right quick. No nah, man, but like Dave Moore pulled up. Great, great, great catch. One of the best highlights of the year, bro. Homeboy got some speed, right? Bro, when you said Dave Moore there for a second, all not, I not thought, the tight end. All I thought was number what eighty three. <laughs> Dave yeah, Moore, tight end, man. <laughs> Get the, get the old bucks. Get the old well, bucks. Out I already here. told y'all what I'm on right now, so I'm just in another lane right now as far as the the THC medication at the moment. So literally, when he hit me with that Dave Moore, he's I riding just in the carpool solo. Flashback to the fucking late nineties. <laughs> hey, I said the same thing when I was watching the game. I'm like Dave Moore. This ain't no. This ain't and I was no. like, wait, he like, was he's on the, the wrong color. He's on the radio <laughs> with uh, with Dean Deckerhoff. And, yeah. Oh my God, we're getting canceled. <laughs> Yeah, no, the, man, but for real. Like, Dave, Dave Moore, you're Dave talking Moore, about, yeah, is, yeah. I got hey, but he, he did come really, in and had some good catches for sure, yeah. Listen, the past couple weeks, too, I feel like your boy Chris Godwin, he's starting to wake up. That's big. That connection that he has now with, with uh, Baker Mayfield, he's becoming a big go-to on third down plays. I think and he so couldn't too. get those third downs at the beginning of the season. Well, to me, with the exception of the run game, which is still a little bit of a struggle, even though Rock White's been doing some stuff in he the passing game it. and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, we um, came into this well, game like well, three well, games in a row, 125 yards rushing. It, this is true. And, and like I said, it's slightly better. We're that's going to be our weak spot. It is. It's, it's, it is. We're, we're limping into the, into next season until we tighten up the offensive line a little bit. Probably make some. You know, I don't know if. 
I've never been a huge fan of even like when they went and got Chase Edmonds, which I didn't really think was the best signing in the offseason. But I'm not really a fan of like the veteran running backs because I feel like if a running back is worth anything, they're getting signed and they're not leaving their team until yeah. they're kind of just like, eh, it's just like that guy. Like when you when you bring in a veteran or somebody off a of free agency as a running back, they're on the downside. Of their, they're their on the downside of the career. It's like okay, that's a, a body that you know could possibly be dependable if one of your other guys goes down. I want to see what we can do in the draft because I, I think Rock White's the guy, but they are they, they, they let Keyshawn Vaughn go. Who? They let yeah that guy. They let Keyshawn Vaughn go. So that that second and third running back position, I don't feel like Chase as. You know, it's, it's Chase Edmonds. He put Vita Vea back. He, he, he's serviceable, but I feel like we can still upgrade our running back room along with the line through the draft, free agency, however they do it, you know, with the line maybe. And, but even like the offensive line, I don't feel like guys that are really – not saying that superstars don't really hit free agency, but if you're – you know what I'm saying? If you're usually like or, uh, 80% of a, or above offensive line – you're usually not hitting the free agency unless you're just commanding way too much money and your team's cap strapped or something. Like usually those guys who who hit free agency are the guys you're going to bring in for rotation, yeah, you no know, depth like that. You you're, you're going to hit like your your starters and your guys in the offensive line kind of in the in the draft. And and that's what sucks about two positions of of need are going to be positions that we're probably going to have to address in this upcoming draft. Yeah, but I think running backs are dime a dozens nowadays. Oh, they so are. We'll be able to fill that second you, you and third can get that void. Second, you can get that third, but fourth I think round. a way we can improve this running game, and I think we've had this question all year of, you know, the chicken or the egg, which came first. You know, is it the running backs or is it the offensive line woes that are, are keeping this run game from being explosive? Offensive, offensive line. I think, it's, I, I think I it's think, the line. I think it's the line because when we saw Matt Fowler get benched, got injured, I mean, sorry, uh, uh, back in what week seven or something like that, and and uh, Stinney came in. We saw a a surge, a production, a uptick in in the rushing yards for this team. So I think it's the offensive line. I think we got to solidify the offensive line. And right now, it's looking like we don't need that quarterback. I mean, it's looking like Baker's probably going to be resigned. Okay, so we do need a quarterback. We do. I don't think that we need. We don't need to spend our first overall pick. We don't need to spend our first round pick on. We're just one. not going to be high enough either to not get that point. top. Not well, to get the one. top one. We will be. The Bucks won't be. Exactly. I still think at that position, even if they draft mid round, you could still get a solid offensive well, lineman. Well, well, here, here's what's going to be. Yeah. Here, here's what I seen a mock draft earlier, um, and I want to say it was Sports Illustrated. They had us picking that edge from UCLA, the uh, Samoan name. Uh, I'll take another Samoan. Sound like he sound like a big dude. I see the Samoan name. I'm like, oh, that's a Samoan dude. That's a Bucks guy. The, usually those usually those Samoans come in the league, and, 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 and that's probably not a bad pick. And, and I mean, you got to think with your first overall pick, trenches. you need a high. You need a starter. Uh, you need a quarterback. You need somebody a, a cornerback, a pass rush. You need somebody that's gonna you know. Our, our first pick needs to either be a trench guy, whether it's. Offensive yeah. or defensive line, hundred yeah. percent. You're not taking a, you're not taking a guard though with your first overall and, pick. And, and high here's one thing though. that we got to take. In, here's one thing to take into consideration with this draft coming up, right? Even though we may pick kind of like mid, late, late, mid in the in the first round, second round, a lot of guys that you may get in this second round of this draft, when another draft would potentially be a first round style draft pick. So one thing we wouldn't be getting from that guy if we did go second round or third round with a quarterback 
is that fifth year option that you would have on a, a first round draft pick. So yeah. we could still get a guy for depth. Who knows what happens the following year? But I do think that Baker has played well enough to remain the starter. Yeah, who, definitely. Who knows what happens with the coaching staff? Because I'm still not 100 percent on that. Um, I could see us getting into the playoffs barely by winning this division and getting in by default, yeah. basically, and and losing in the first round and Todd getting fired. I don't think. Eh, I could see it maybe. happening. And still keeping Baker because Todd's not really involved in the offense at all as a head coach. You know what I mean? He's a defensive guy. He's still calling defensive plays. What would be so weird in – would Todd Bowles be willing to give up his head coaching duties to somebody else and be just our defensive coordinator? I don't think he can take a demotion at this point. I don't think so. It's almost you got to – Yeah. Just get cut. Because he'll here, never be a head coach again, but he's he's not going to be our defense coordinator. Because I don't think that if you fire Todd Bowles, you do the same thing that you did when when Arian stepped down and you promote within. I think you just clean house and bring in a whole new staff. Yep. And it kind of sucks because I slightly do like what I've been seeing out of the Canales offense. Hundred percent. He's drawing up some good plays. Well, remember early on in the and season, he's getting better. He was saying he was he was getting a lot of questions from reporters on why he's not like mixing it up and showing a lot of spice to his offense. And he says, you know, he doesn't want to show everything so early. He wants to keep some for the stretch. And maybe he wasn't lying because this offense has looked a lot better in the last few weeks. Well, it's, it's probably a lot. It's a completely new offense. It was probably a lot for the team. And not saying that they're professionals and they didn't get it or whatever, yeah, but, but you still have insulation. You and got a whole new offensive coordinator, a whole new quarterback. You know, they still had a lot of pieces to the puzzle, but our offensive line was garbage. They were trying to, you know, solidify our running game, which is still not as good, but it's getting better. So if you watch from the beginning of the year to where we are now, that offense is night and day. Yeah, literally everyone was learning that offense not even you know the coaches the coached positions. they started seeing who was good for what positions and they started drawing up plays for him so now he is being able to open up more plays because he sees what players are capable of running certain plays the guys have now better chemistry and you're seeing it on the field numerously and even with the offensive line they're not making the same amount of mistakes that they were making at the beginning of the year with big redhead what's his name cody Cody Mach, 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 yeah. And he was killing us at the beginning of the year, and he's getting better. Yeah, like he's solid. Uh, Luke Gedeke, same thing, man. He's getting better. We already knew Tristan Worse was good. Tristan Worse was banged up a little bit, and he's playing a lot better. I'm gonna say this, and I think 100 that Canales may may save Todd Bowles' 100%. job. 100. If this offense keeps clicking, and here's the thing. We're heating up at the right time when literally three teams that are ahead of us right now are failing. Are literally looking like pretenders. Eagles just we've won three straight. They've lost three straight, right? That's big. They're not the same team that 49ers we at the just of the got year. hit with a with a left hook from the Arizona Cardinals. Then they just lose to the Cardinals? No, they won. Oh, they did win. They did they beat the Cardinals. Okay. It was like forty to twenty nine, something like that. I know they were. I know they were hanging 
tough against them for a while. But then the Cowboys just lost. Yeah, Cowboys and Buffalo. Yeah, but I don't think we have a, really a chance to catch those guys. <gasps> no, no, no. We're no we don't have to worry to, about catching them. We just yeah, have to win our wild card game. We have to win our wild card. But here's game. the thing. Here's no, what he's, here's what he's getting to. Yeah, yeah. But maybe, maybe there's no wild card. With, if we with play division. a, if we play the Eagles maybe and they're struggling, game, yeah. or let's say the Eagles fall and Cowboys take that first place. So you guys maybe are talking about play playoff Eagles. scenarios. Yes. yes, you guys have morphed into that. Did I miss something? No, okay, we're just talking. All right, go ahead. Man. That's fine. We can go into playoff scenarios. Well, right now we're. I'm, we're I'm the, ready for it. Now. Right now we're the division champs, so technically we're in. Yeah, we're in the playoffs, man. Why not? Talk yeah, about technically, it? yeah. Okay. So on paper, it had us against either the Cowboys or the Eagles, right? If it was to start today. Whoever whoever won that NFC, we play uh, the second seed, right? Because the, the first seed gets the bye, and the Eagles didn't look they, they didn't like beat us, and we've already played them once, like bad. Yeah, but it'd be a good good game for the Eagles to get right because they're kind of you know they just lost to the what who did they lose to? They just lost to the Seahawks. The Seahawks, the Seahawks, yeah. To Drew Lock, bro. Yeah, to Drew Lock, yeah. Drew Lock played the best game of his life, and he had the best play of his Not life. Even the Trust me, I felt that. I felt that. When I when I found but out the Seahawks that's you know are struggling why, too. They were down three or four games in a row. Me and Steve are battling for that hundred dollars yeah. of Monopoly money. And right now, what it's ten four Cowboys, ten four Eagles. So yeah. it's getting tight. Who's we'll see. Yeah. Who's gonna win? I don't know. It's getting tight. I'm a little worried to be honest with you. Well our well our two of our last three games are division games. Yeah. Carolina and New Orleans. We could beat both of those. New Orleans is basically the one that you know, we hey, we're going against. against Jacksonville this week. Well, that, to be honest with you, that game doesn't even really count. I mean, it counts record-wise, but it doesn't even really count because we had the two division games. So if we win those two division games, we're in. Yeah. yeah. So if if we are to lose a game out of the last three, this upcoming one would be the game that we kind of have. And Jacksonville have not the looking up. like the same But Jacksonville either. might not even have Trevor Lawrence because no. didn't he get banged up with a concussion? Again. He did. Yeah, he's been banged up two weeks in a row. So I think uh, CJ... Uh, one was Beathard's an ankle, but I, uh, but I think I'm this one was in general, a He's been banged up yeah. two weeks in a row. So he's not the same player that he was at the beginning of the season. Only thing that scares me... I'll be honest with you, uh, Trevor Lawrence has not been good all season long. He's been up and down. He's had some good... He's been all right. I mean, he's got like 18 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 3,500 yards. He's they, just been kind of, meh. They need to tighten up that offensive line yeah, over there, too. I mean, too. he's getting hurt like this. But the, 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 the one thing that scares me about this game coming up is something that Zach always brings up, and that is what, Zach? How do we play against rookie or backup quarterbacks? We're horrible against them. This is true. But it could be that stat that we finally break, though. I think even C.J. Uh, Beathard has had uh, that's who's. I think he's balled against us. I think he's balled against us before in so we've San seen Francisco. In San Fran, I think you might be right. Yeah, we'll be all right though. We got it. That defense is playing a little bit better. This is a letdown game though for us. I almost feel like it might be. I don't think so. I think they're playing with with a, not only a little chip on their shoulder because if you saw the beginning of the season, everyone was saying the Bucks are going to win four games, they're going to win five games. I think. Some people had six. I think we were talking about eight games, right? Well, they're pretty damn near close to that already. So I think the Bucks were playing with that now that they're they're a little hotter. They're like, hey, you know, well, we're the underdogs. You guys were talking smack about us. We're here. We're in first place. It don't matter. We're winning. Well, we beat yeah. a few teams. And I think there might even start to be addition by subtraction because instead of these coaches catering to people because of who they, you know, who the player thought they might be, the coaches are being like, you know what, fuck you. You're sitting down at KJ Britt starting. And K.J. Britt didn't let him down either. No. K.J. Britt showed out. And that's the thing. You know, you, you, you. I'm going in on it. Fuck it. Go. 
get live four or five. You remind me of a biggity, biggity bitch. And I'm never going to sit there and down somebody for trying to get their money. But you made that spectacle at the beginning of the year like you were supposed to be. You're playing for a contract. You are playing for a contract. You get to do something that people wish they can do. I wish I could make the money that even like the freaking lower end guys make per year. The fact that you made this big old stink about them not re-signing you and this and that. You are making the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization look like geniuses right now because you made this whole me, me, me situation. Ain't really did shit this year. And now KJ Britt stole your spot because he's been playing. Not to mention, we have some rookies that have come in and filled in pretty damn good on pass rush and everything like that. You know, we got... uh. KJ Britt himself has played a lot better than than uh, Devin White has 100%. played. Hundred out, we're three zero since Devin White has played a, a snap. But we so. got we got so, uh, Diaby and Servassier that Cervasi have been playing Dennis, yeah. playing good. And they're both playing well. Good. Diaby's an outside linebacker, but yeah, he's, he's been still, yeah. been playing well. But yeah, it's KJ Britt basically, JJ Russell and uh, Servassier Dennis and Servassier. We thought was going to be that guy that was going to step up behind Levante David and uh, um, White early on in the season, but it's happened to be K.J. Britt. And I think, it, but even Servassier at the same time has been looking good. And, For a rookie, yeah, and, he's and, been and, looking good. And decent. guess what? With Get Live 4-5 or five out the way and Britt there, he's going to naturally get more snaps too. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I think as this defense progresses, we've, we've seen Kalijah Cansey have flashes here and there. Oh, he looks good. He already has, what, five sacks? Bro, we got... For half a season? We got some guys out here that moving forward. Anthony Nelson's been playing we, good. We got to tighten and see. Now, cornerback is a position we might be able to address in free agency because guess what? Those guys outprice their team sometimes or teams want to move on from guys that still got some stuff left in their tank because they want to go the younger option or something like that. So our, our defensive backs need to get tightened up a little bit. That's something we might be able to address in free agency. But this defense – for a guy like Baker Mayfield moving forward, who, who probably looking like that's going to be our quarterback of the future. He's going to be a guy who's going to get re- re-signed in the offseason, I feel like. Sorry to all our Bucks uh, fans there who are not Baker Mayfield guys. He's going to be our guy. He's going to be. I have to love him. You because have to love him. At, at, the, at the spot we're picking, it's either reach for a guy who's probably going to be a high second-round pick, or you get something and you address a, a, a real position of need, which at this point, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, is going to be in the trenches more than likely. That or secondary. You secondary. Know. Secondary and trenches. I, honestly, I think offensive line, like my buddy and, Wyatt has said, and the only is thing, a, a big... I, I haven't really done enough research yet to to know if the first round is stacked with, with defensive backs and how that, that pans out. I know it's a, a big draft on the quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, defensive back we can definitely use. Hey, we might get lucky because of the way the, the cookie crumbles and people are going to be reaching for quarterbacks. I would love for four to five quarterbacks to go because for every one of those quarterbacks to go, one of those other guys is going to drop. One of those lead position players. It, yep. and, and it could just there is a quarterback called Kool-Aid McKinstry. I have seen that, and I wouldn't Kool-Aid? mind Kool-Aid. Out of Alabama, yeah. Yes, oh, I have, I have seen the name of some yeah. mock drafts, and I'm like, damn, I wouldn't mind Kool-Aid on my team. Hell yeah. That Kool-Aid I think he's like the number one corner. He's, I, he's, he's pretty beast. I've been seeing him. But go. we haven't seen the combine yet and pro days. So, I mean, there's still, still a lot of movement go. going on here right now. Those bowl games. If you, on, if you uh, have yeah, a big games. bowl game, 
and you're coming out declaring for the draft, this is your time to shine. Hey, don't be like my boy Devin White, and he instead of taking his time to shine this year and get a big contract, he just cost himself tens of millions of dollars. And, and tens of millions of dollars. Another position of need we can use safety in in uh, Cam Kitchens is coming out of Miami, and so James Williams. They're they're like. One and four out of the safeties coming out. I you think. always got to do with Miami plug. Do you see me over here talking about Jared Verse needs to be drafted Ooh. by the Buccaneers? No, I was just saying naming no, two guys that I know at the top of my head. I, I just like Miami. Always, I would expect you always mention Miami. I would expect you to if you Miami know. Miami always has good. You safeties. have a top ranked cornerback no, coming no. out. You're right. You guys got a couple guys coming out that looking like they could be first round picks. Cam to me is a lot like um, the attitude wise of. And I'm not making a player comparison, but he's like a leader of the team, like like you would expect, like a, a Ed Reed or a Ray Lewis type player. He was really the heartbeat. Sean Taylor. He he was really the heartbeat of the the Miami Hurricanes defense this year. He was he did have a couple injuries where he was banged up, nothing major like an ACL, nothing like that. But he did have some games where he was banged up and and missed some time. Imagine having two dogs on safety. That's. What Imagine I, having two two well, guys over the top. One drops in the coverage, one well, gets the run he game. He is somebody that I, I did read an article where they were talking about maybe him in uh I seen a mock draft where we where we were mocked Cam Kitchens and they were saying something about pairing him with, with Antoine Winfield and how that would be a, a, a sick safety situation. That would be something. That that's I feel like what the Bucks kind of was trying to get with uh was it Mike Edwards? Yeah. Well he was good. I don't know good. why we didn't resign. I Mike. think he wanted too much money. Too much money. But he didn't get it can when we, he went to we the get, Eagles. Can we give McCollum some love? McCollum's yeah. been doing his thing. He hasn't McCollum's given up a touchdown yet. Sure, he's been good up to to the Green Bay game because I don't think he gave one up in Green Bay. And Izzy's been looking pretty good. So I mean, I, I, Izzy is better. He flashed he, a little earlier on in, in the beginning of the I, season. He's, but he's I showing kind of, his rookiness. I couldn't. I, he's been out of play a few times. He's missed a few tackles. Overall, he's giving you. A B average a game, high C, high B a game. Let me I'll ask take you that for a rookie. Let me ask you a question rookie. real quick. Go ahead. Who do you guys think going to be Pro Bowl worthy? Oh, Winfield, Wirfs, Mike yeah. Evans, Vita Vea, yeah, Vita Vea, David, David, Vontae David. Always, I think a Baker has another good. I was, I was almost about to go there, but say oh, Baker. I think a Baker hey, has another let good me, game. Can or I bring two? something else I think up? He could be in there. I think he's been like fifty-one. Different quarterbacks start this uh, year. Baker has been one of those guys that started every game. Every game. So he could be in, in, in line for it. I mean, he's like eighth, tied for eighth in touchdowns, 24 touchdowns, yeah, he, eight interceptions, having a great year. Passer rating. You should see the guys behind 90, him on yeah, passer rating. Josh Allen, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, all these guys. I think even, uh, what's his name, Jalen Hurts, they're behind him in passer rating right now. It's crazy. And we weren't, we, if I would have told you that when we first started this show this year and said Baker Mayfield – Coming after the Green Bay game is going to throw a perfect game in Green Bay, and he's going to be a top ten passer. Would you believe that? No, no, you, I wouldn't have. Because I mean, honestly, we all sat here, most of us, especially me, Mr. Kyle Trask, and wanted Kyle Trask to start during the preseason and then into the regular season. And honestly, I got to say that Baker's exceeded my expectations tenfold. And I honestly never thought I would think I'd want Baker Mayfield as my starting quarterback, Not but I'm starting Bates. to come magic, around. Man. To well, Baker. Here's the thing, and, and I think that every football fan, no matter who you are a fan of in football, don't necessarily judge somebody by where they were. And I don't want to say judge a book by its cover because that's not what we were judging by. But you see Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield showed flashes 
in Cleveland. He did. He did. But what a lot of Buccaneers fans who were upset about the situation at first because maybe they wanted Gardner Minshew or they're you know hoping that we'd try to go for like Derek Carr or something like that. Cleveland Browns have historically been a shit show. Baker, May- Baker Mayfield went through a couple head coaches and offensive coordinators and stuff while he was there. There was no stability. And guess None. what? They made that freaking huge, huge trade to get Deshaun Watson and let Baker Mayfield go. And the Bucks snatched him up just off of basically a flash of what they seen when he came in from, from Matt Stafford because his time in Carolina was shit. Yeah, That's another garbage I mean, team. That, yeah, another garbage team. No wonder why he didn't succeed there. Then he comes here. To a first-year offensive coordinator. To a first-year offensive coordinator. Stability. That's a key word. Probably the best wide receiver tandem he's had that get along. That get along. No, probably the best wide receiver tandem he's had. Period. Well, well, I feel like Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, comparison-wise. That's the third. Would be. L.A.'s. Cooper Cup and uh, who do you have? It wasn't Akua. It wasn't Robinson, but. Somebody else, I forget. Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Yeah. And uh I'll take, I'll take, well, I'll take Mike Evans. Listen, and- exactly. Skill set wise, Jarvis Landry and Obel, Odell Beckham, I feel, had a lot more talent than the guys at LA. They were just inside their head. They had the ego that well, destroyed. Also injuries, too. And the injuries know, Odell too. can never stay healthy. That's yeah. why he hasn't lived up. He's drafted the same year as Mike Evans. He yeah, hasn't man. lived at up to At the end of the day, talent. I don't care how much talent you got. Look at Mike Evans, man. The most he has been the most consistent receiver in our generation. Tell me I'm wrong. In our generation, I mean he's up there. I can't tell you, bro. Calvin like, Johnson. I mean you you okay. Calvin Calvin Johnson. From the word go, Randy I mean, Moss. He's kind of right because he's only done one thing. He's only done one bro, thing. He's getting you a thousand yards, yards and he's season. getting you touchdowns consistently every season. He hasn't missed a season because he's been hurt. He has consistently been a that top right. guy I mean, for a decade. Pick, I mean, give, me, might... give me another one. Give me another one. Randy Moss. Randy now, Moss has been out of the league now for what seven years? But he's, he's a part of our years. generation. I think he's talking I'm about Mike like Evans. This, this gener- this Mike era. Evans' generation, yeah. basically. Okay. La- the last ten years. I mean, you could say Devontae. Devontae Adams is same year. 2014 was a banger year. I mean, one year. D Hop, but I mean, he he's had some. That's he, also 2014. He's, he's draft been banged class. up. He's been some. He's missed some games because he's been banged up. Did you say one of, year suspension? for Devontae Adams? No, I'm just saying that one big year. Big big year, bro. He's had like okay, you, tons no, he's right, you're of right. big he's years. Up there, he's up there. He's literally above Mike Evans in yardage, and I believe he beats him in touchdowns as well. All right, so he maybe does. maybe one guy, Devonte. Yeah, Devonte gets like four top three hundred yards. But the difference between him and Mike Evans is Mike Evans did it with like seven quarterbacks. Devonte did it with mostly Aaron Rodgers. Yes, yes. No, you're right. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, the greatness you, is that's a credit Bay. to Mike Evans as well. Jameis Winston. Um, you could throw Tyreek in there. He's been pretty consistent. Tyreek Hill has. has been consistent. You're right. You're right. And I would but say, but not a decade. Ste- well, I don't think he has. He been in the league ten years yet. Let's see if he, let's see if he can give you a decade. Uh, I'll, I'll look that up. And, and well, Stephon Diggs, say, but I don't think he's been in. But let's let's say let's say, let's say the quarterback. So you had Brady. You had um, what's his name? The beard. Um, Fear the beard. Fear the beard. You had Winston, and then there was some Mike Glennon. Was it Mike Glennon his his rookie year? He's had backups and stuff too, though. Tyreek's been Blaine in the league Gabbard. for eight years. Eight, eight years. years. Okay. This is Mike's what? Uh, tenth. Tenth. Tenth year. Yeah. So two years. Two years behind. So Tyreek's in that honorable mention for right now. But Tyreek has, uh, whereas Mike has all thousand yard season. Ty- uh, Tyreek only has 
Uh, what did I say? He had eight years in the league, so he has 6,000-yard seasons. Okay. Does Devontae have him? How many does he have? 1,000-yard seasons. I'd say he's probably up there, too. He's probably missed, what, three? He's had some pretty good seasons. I think he's, he... a, he's at 968 uh, this year, so he's probably going to end up hitting it with the way Aiden O'Connell's been slinging the ball. But Devontae, obviously, I told you he's been in the league since uh, Mike's been in the league. He started out a little slower. He wasn't the guy right off rip. But he's had one, two, three, four thousand yard seasons. But all of his are like 1,300, 1,300, 1,500, and 1,500. And then he's had 997, 997, 968. So he's been right there pretty yeah, much. Yeah, whereas Mike has been over. right there just over the edge. Mike had like a like a like over by three yards or something like a that. A couple of seasons, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Mike's gotten lucky. You know, injuries like like Eddie said, he's right. You know, Listen, Mike's been very he's lucky. Been, but he's been banged up too a couple years where he missed two, three games. My, my homeboy yeah, he still got it. My homeboy Chris surprised me when we had the the when we were up above Fresco Fades a couple of years ago with that autographed Mike Evans jersey. And I was so happy for it. That's like one of my favorite things when I walk into my room and I see that Mike Evans autographed jersey just hanging up there. And it looks like not only a did I get gifted an uh, autograph from Mike Evans jersey, who's a uh, gonna definitely go in the Bucks Ring of Honor. Oh, he's he's gonna be a probably a first. Well, I, I wouldn't say he'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer just because there's that log jam at wide receiver. Yeah, I he think might he's, be though. I, I, with ten the record, years, ten years. Record in the, no one in else the gonna do that anytime soon. The only thing is, is there's so many guys in front of him that. There's a log jam at wide receiver, and I think they only let one or so in every year. Because uh, who does who who Reggie Wayne did he get in this year? I don't think so. I think he's I think he did, didn't he? Well, I think Marvin Harrison got in. He might have just got in. Reggie Wayne, um, he'll be in. Obviously, he's there, going there's in. some other. I think like Tory Holt, if he didn't get in, or he better one, be one of those in one, one of those Rams guys. There, there's some notable names on there that not saying what Mike Evans has done isn't better than what they did but I think just because they're been out of the league so long I don't know if the committee would look at like oh well you know such and such has been waiting to get in for like seven years we're going to put them in before we put Mike Evans but Torrey Holt's kind of criminal why he's not in they they, they might hit Mike Evans with a Florida State and snub him on the first ballot you know what I'm saying like why isn't uh, Torrey Holt in He's won championships. I don't know. There, there's there's a couple. There's a couple guys. If like, you look on that list on the all time receivers list, there's some guys in front of Mike Evans that don't have credentials are big. They don't have the star on there. You're hey, kind of like Jamar, Jamar Chase could be that guy that can go for that that record that Mike's got because he started out his first three years or a thousand yards. And I mean Justin Jefferson, even though he got injured this year, so he's probably not going to get the thousand yards. But Justin Jefferson is a freaking beast. Him he as well. Been, That's another guy. CD Lamb. I don't know. No, he didn't start his year with uh, his career with a thousand. Now. No, see, and, but there's there's some guys behind him. But, but Mike is that dude. He's definitely generational talent. Going to go down in, in, in Tampa Bay Buccaneers history, and it, it's like you said, it's been amazing to watch him. To watch him and. So who who gets in first? Anquan Bolden, Torrey Holt. Damn, Torrey Holt has thirteen thousand three hundred eighty-two yards. Anquan Bolden has thirteen thousand seven hundred and seventy-nine. So Anquan's got a, a four hundred more. Only reason why I would say Holt is because he had the championships and Bolden doesn't. Yeah. Well, then Bolden win one with Arizona. Uh, he won one Super Bowl. Oh, did he? With, Kurt, Kurt no, 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 no. I I think it was with Baltimore. I'm gonna click yes. on it. I think it was oh. with Baltimore. You might be right. Yeah, I believe so. So then Anquan Bolden, he he played a lot of crappy years on on. on all right, what about a guy who team. didn't win a chip but has more yards than all of them? Andre Johnson. 
Oh, he was a beast. In he his was day. a beast too. Though. And Reggie he Wayne is not in right now. See, you got Reggie. You got two two wide receivers from the U. And they're literally to top fifteen I think guys has right two there. Or three more years, so yeah. I think there's going to be enough receivers to come through in front of him to open that spot up. Well, because you got because you, you got four years from when you retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and he, he still got two or three years. If, to play. if he plays another two or three years, then you got the four. So that's another seven years from now. Maybe that law jam gets cleared. All right, up guess who's so, going to be up for one soon? James Witten. But he's, he's Jason Witten. Sorry, he, but he's a tight end. He's a tight end. But still, like he's oh, a shoe in. He's a he's a he's right in. R.I.P. Well, yeah, but that wouldn't that wouldn't prevent Mike because he's a tight end. They kind of as a di- they probably kind of as a different. No, position. I was just mentioning yeah. it. That's, like that's I a good one though. He's, he's like he's, he's top up 20. there probably. He's th- yeah, that's why I'm mentioning him because he's top twenty on the receiving all list. time. Like imagine this, just to put it out there. Imagine we do keep Mike Evans and he gets two more seasons, thousand yard seasons, and he finishes out let's say 12, 12 one thousand yard season. How can he not? Go into the Hall of Fame. That, that almost my thousand make. yards, and he has, every, and he has the ring with Brady. And he has a ring with Brady. You literally got a thousand yards every that, year you that, play. That might push him first ballot and push him past some people. A hundred percent. Like you literally Mike's got just the touchdowns up. too. Yeah, I mean he's thirtieth in in the league all time with 90, 30. 90, 93. He's thirtieth on the all time t- touchdown list. Just yeah. tied Gronk this last week with his. You touchdown. know he's gonna get another four five touchdowns by the end of the season. Man. Yeah, he's he and he's and he's still young enough, and he's doing what he's doing. Like he's literally having a career year that he could probably go for another two, three years and be elite or semi elite. You know what I mean? A good player. And if he, I see him going further than Chris Godwin, don't you? I think so. As far as longevity, Chris seems to break down a little bit, even though well, he's already had some. He's a beast, but he's he just kind of breaks down a little. bit. They're different players. They're different type players, and. Even though Mike yeah. Evans does stretch the field, man. Mike Chris Godwin does stretch the field, but they're completely different players. It's yeah, nice to have Mike I totally Evans agree. On, your, on your team. I Hopefully he does stay on there because I like my cream school jersey. Adrian Peterson's going to be going in soon. I'm just looking at like all-time uh, TDs list. Adrian Peterson, that's that's a big name. He's, he's obviously a shoe-in. Antonio Gates. Sean Alexander. Could Derrick Henry be joining the Bucks next year? Quite possibly, if he can. I don't think he's going to finish. Take out a with lot Tennessee, less money. Bro. I don't he, think the Bucks are going to pay a running back when they got Rock White. Like Rock White's been decent. He's going to go for a thousand yards this year. He's in the eight hundred thirty ranges right you, now. You, wouldn't that be crazy? Literally four or five weeks ago, we're, we're bad mouthing my boy. We had well, I wasn't. In, I was bad mouthing the line in the interior push. No, nah, no, nah, we think, were bad mouthing Rock White too for getting some bad plays. Like he was no, not hitting I, the hole right. Yeah, maybe he was missing yeah, maybe some you're right a little bit. We've given him a little I bit. I think of we grief. need to make him walk the plank one of the weeks. We we did a few times. Eddie man. Was definitely I was holding him accountable, man. I was holding him accountable. Yeah, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah. Straight, straight, straight disrespect in my hey, eyes. I picked him high on my fantasy, man. I need him to show up. Hey, he's been he's been and he was mad player. about that fifth round draft pick he used on him. Bro, he was. He's exceeded that. Hey, he's exceeded that. He's like the top, he's like a top five running back in fantasy. He's what what is he, number three right now in yards after catch? Yeah, for for running back? No, no, for everything. Listen, I I look I at him in general in the NFL, and he reminds a- me of Alvin Kamara. A little bit. Alvin Kamara has never rushed for a thousand yards in his career. That's a crazy stat. We, we, if you yeah, ever thought about that, that. and then uh, but he catches the ball out of the backfield and he's explosive. And I think that's a perfect well, example. Listen, if I got a a running back that's averaging five six hundred yards a year, maybe four or five touchdowns. Out of the backfield catching, 
and rushing for another seven or eight hundred, I don't need a thousand yards from him because you're getting me fifteen hundred all-purpose yards. All-purpose. I'll take it. You getting them third down maybe, conversions? Maybe you get like moving the ball, five or six rushing touchdowns. You know, four or five receiving touchdowns. You know, a 11, uh, 11 t- touchdowns, fifteen hundred plus all-purpose yards. I'll take it all day. Yeah, that's what that's I what think he's that type of back, and I that's, think that's what McCaffrey is. I mean, I don't know, yeah, I, I don't exactly. know how many yards, how many thousand yard seasons rushing McCaffrey has, but I feel like a lot yeah, of his combined yards. a lot of his yards are the combined yards. You know, he he's catching, you know, seven eight hundred yards a, a, a year. All right, Christian McCaffrey, he's a little different than Kamara, but yeah, he's on the same path. He's one of those two way backs. Uh, he's had one, two, three thousand yard season, actually four thousand yard seasons. So. He's he's up there. He's though. a little bit better of a runner. He's also yeah. had, I think, a, yeah, he's had. But he gets 1, the ball, and he's been banged up receiving, receiving too. He receiving hasn't really finished too. out too. And he gets the ball a lot on yeah. any team that he plays. He does, but since he's been with Carolina or San Francisco, they've taken that workload down and find creative ways to get him in space and not take that beating. Because in Carolina, literally, they were throwing the ball yeah. to him, just giving him, giving the him, ball him, up the him. middle every single time and not being creative with the run plays and getting him in space to where he doesn't have to take those hits. Bro, he, I've I've been watching him. This past year, and I mean, I've, I watched him before. Don't get me wrong. He's but MVP like, candidate. Some of the stuff that man has been doing, like they're talking about Brock Purdy. No, Brock Purdy does not. Does if if Brock Purdy gets voted to MVP, he might as well just give it to Christian McCaffrey. Brock Purdy is is the dude, though. All his teammates say it. Like he is that guy. Just was listening to a Fred Warner interview today. On Pat McAfee, I like mean, are they? Good? Everybody loves this guy. His teammates Listen, love him. He has confidence. Loving everybody the guy and him, him being that dude is two different things. He is that dude. No, I there feel, is no. I still feel being like, that dude. He has been that dude since he's been day one. He had a little bit of a slack, but other than that, what? Because he tore his UCL in the in the I playoff like he, game. I feel like he's a team manager. Though. They would have beat like that Philly. They I don't. Beat I don't them. feel like he can have that John Elway, or he hasn't shown me that he could have like that John Elway. Or like Peyton Manning, or something like kind of come back. Like he's he's a game manager to me. He hasn't even Brock played. Purdy is nice though. He's kind of cool. Like he he has he's I cool collected on he the is. game. I feel you. But until I see that moment where like he's really facing some adversity and he and comes he wins back the game. from it, and he wins the game. He's the winner because of something that he, he did. does. Well, he yeah. just threw for he like had, four touchdowns last week. Well, let's we'll see, bro. You could probably throw for two That's touchdowns Cardinals. with the weapons that he has, and you're not even a quarterback. Is what I'm getting yeah, at. That's true. Well, yeah, but that's what's that's you what have makes Debo, winning teams. CMC and Ayuk. That's what makes winning teams. And then you, you have Warner have on defense. I get and it. Bosa. They have a great team, but that's not to his detriment because no, not. they he have a great team. Good, he, he is playing good football. He didn't ask I for like, that. I he think, got drafted. I think to Purdy it. is a good quarterback. Yeah, I know you do. I think he is a good quarterback. I don't know why. I'm not 100 percent sold on him yet. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what he does because they, like I said, and Eddie just said, they got a great team, great defense. They're definitely and and, and this is the point I'll make about let, let, let's put this, some pressure on him. This is the point that I'll make about Brock Purdy. I'm not saying what he. I'm not saying he's a trash quarterback. I'm not. I'm, I'm just not, saying to me, he seems more like a game manager. Is he style better than Baker? I don't know. I think I think Baker's made some plays this year, and like. I feel like players have made plays for Purdy. I feel like Brock or uh, Baker has made plays for the team, mm-hmm. and and Brock just looks better because of the the cast that he has around him. To me, I feel like I feel like Stroud's made some plays. 
for his team that I haven't seen like Brock right. Purdy make that kind of play or do something for his team. Facts. All right, teacher, I got a question for you. Okay. Or actually, I got some stats for you. Okay. Brock Purdy second in the league in yards. Okay. As far as average goes, he averages 9.9 .9 yards of play. That's, so that's more that's than Tua. Okay. Tua averages 8.6. Uh, I think it's actually probably first in the league What's as far as that rating? goes. Um, his passer rating, QBR is 76, which is first. QBR is different than passer rating. Uh, the rating is 119. That's first. Like, Brock Purdy is that dude. Can I ask you a question? He's doing exactly what he should Can with the weapons that he has. Can I ask you a question? What? Since you had a question for me that I didn't yes. even get to answer yet. I didn't even have a question. I, I had more like a statement, but I go ahead. My, my fault. What does any fucking thing you just said have anything to do with him having that it factor? The it factor does not show up on the stat line. The it factor shows Whoa. up in the game where like somebody makes that amazing play or does something. And it's like and it's because of the quarterback, not because. Oh, he also leads the league in touchdowns. Not, not but no, he doesn't have it. Like yeah, he and he shows that. You obviously don't watch San Francisco football, so you haven't seen it. But Brock Purdy is that dude. And he's a lot better than you're giving him credit for. Right. And he's showing it not only in stats, but on the field. I was not, listen, I was not I a Brock I wish I had Purdy access guy. to his game film so I could break it down I and show you. I was not a Brock Purdy guy. I watch Red Zone, so I see a lot of his touchdowns and a lot of big plays. I'm just saying, I was not a Brock Purdy guy. But I'm starting to see it, and I'm starting to believe it. I don't see it. That's all I'm saying. I see the players making the plays more than Hey, man, than they're about is. to make a run now. There's going to be a game where he's going to have to make plays. He's in order to advance, spotlight is going to be on him. We'll see it by the end of the season. Is Brock Purdy that dude or not? Do they believe in Brock Purdy? And, and I'm pretty sure he's up for a contract, isn't he? No, I think uh, he's under contract. He's, he's got yeah. He was a rookie last year. That's but why he's they, the seventh round. That, so that's why they got rid of. Uh, he might have he, one he, more he, year. Okay. No, if, he's, if he was a if he was a fourth last year or whatever, or he, seventh round last year, he, was seventh. he still got no two he, years. He got four years. Yeah. Four? I thought it's three. No, anybody. Four years. It's, it's four years for anybody. Uh, oh, okay. After the first round, I believe. Okay. So I mean, they're probably gonna extend him so that way you gonna get that check. He, he's happy. Yeah, he's gonna get money, but right now they've they've got a lot of room in the budget. Shanahan's they're not built, paying a Shanahan that much. and John Lynch have built a great team out there. Absolutely, they have built a great team, and they were also uh, able to admit when they were wrong in their mistakes and get rid of Trey Lance for pennies on a dollar for what did they pay for him? And Brock then move Purdy on. saved them. Brock Purdy saved John Lynch. If Brock Purdy wouldn't have came out of nowhere and shown up, and they'd be playing with Trey Lance right now, maybe it's Brock Purdy. Is it, I, don't I don't know. I, I don't think I, Trey I, I Lance. That. I don't think Trey Lance will have this team exactly where they're at right now. I can agree with Eddie on the fact of he probably did save John Lynch because John Lynch have had some pretty shaky ass drafts, especially he, on some first round misses. And that's a Trey big Lance, ass and miss. They, and there was a couple of defensive linemen that didn't really pan out like he was supposed. To. I freak. I'm not yeah, a, Solomon Thomas didn't really. I'm, pan I'm not a Four Niners fan well. like that, but there, but there were a couple. But he has drafted very well. I mean, Fred Warner's pretty good. And Fred Warner's he's a beast, drafted man. some good Fuck linemen, uh, wide receivers. Ayuk, Debo Samuel, he drafted, I believe. So I mean, he's had just like any other, you know, Maybe GM. It, nobody's a uh, 100 for 100 on drafting players. Jason Light, Jason Light has definitely had some misses. Hey, Jason Light, you sent me that link, and I was looking at it for the percentage of people who are in the last four years, in the last four to five years, that are on this team that are, are playing or have gotten that second contract, he's up there above par 
for, as far as for GMs. Yeah, for yeah. drafting. Because you're not going to hit on every single player. It's impossible. But if you get two to three re-signs, a, a draft, that's good. That's good. That Worfs and Antoine Winfield draft, though, mm-hmm. that was a banger you know, draft. He had a couple bad ones. You know, We don't have to talk about JTS. He's working his way out. You already see they brought in someone to, to take his place night and day. Mm-hmm. We see with Devin White. He had his great, outstanding rookie season. Big part of that Super Bowl run. Now, a couple games out, you get another guy to come in and it's solidifying well, playing better defense. And, and that's one thing with being a professional athlete. There's always somebody that's coming, coming for your job. Hungry. And that's, and that's with any job just in general. But when you got those young, hungry guys out there, and hopefully the hunger stays after they get that second contract. But, I mean, you know, you start – getting a big head and you think that you're better than what you are and then your mouth is writing a check that you're 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 playing isn't cashing guess what you get benched and you and your horse gonna be finding a new home because i think that that's a decision that we already knew that had to be made man why you gotta throw the horse out there like that i know horse ain't gonna stay here in tampa he gonna have to go where his daddy goes that's right you know what i mean so at the end of the day you know, when you ain't performing like you're supposed to, and you and you talk a big you talk a big game, you better back it up. If not, and 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 the Bucks, you know, they didn't let that pressure them and, and force them into to getting a contract. I know a lot of Bucks fans, including myself, were kind of like, "Damn, what are they doing with Devin White? Why aren't they giving him a contract?" They're like, "Hey, look, you think that you're worth what you're worth? Cool, prove it. Go out there and show us what you what what, what you want us to see." And he let his ego get to him, and. Guess what? He ain't did nothing but hurt himself because not only is he going to not get the money that he was wanting to begin with, he's not going to get re-signed by us because we're going to let him go. And you're probably going to get, you know, pennies on the dollar to what you were expecting to get for some other team. He'll probably play a one-year deal somewhere else to try yeah. to play into a bigger contract. That's, uh, That's probably that, that may be his job. option, or it's going to be a very short, like maybe three. one or two, one to three years. Yeah. Yeah. I team. can definitely see him uh, going to like a division rival like the Saints or something like that. Oh, they'll try to snatch him or something like yeah, that. I, I can, would, I could that totally with, see him with Quan. Like Quan, yeah. well, where's Quan at now? He's in the Steelers, but he got hurt. I think he tore his ACL or something so like he's that. Been, he went to the Saints. He went to the 49ers with Steelers. Quan, I think, was underrated, man. I just think he couldn't stay healthy. I think he had pectoral issues hey, and, and ACL. And touche issues. to the Bucks about that. I mean, it's the same thing with Quan Alexander. It sucks. And this is one thing I'll say about some of the Tampa teams just in general because the Rays have been really good with this. The Rays will sit there and be like, nah, we ain't going to pay you. Then they end up trading the dude who who was supposed to get a huge contract or was up for a huge contract. Get all these like nobodies and nobody knows end up becoming good. And they trade those guys away for more picks and everything else. Yeah, it's, it's a the, cycle for the, the Rays, the, but that's how they do it. The Bucks have been pretty good about letting certain guys go and we're kind of like, oh man, why they... And they, they've been going other places, and a lot of them haven't really been balling out. So I think the one dude, I forget his name, but the one from the Jets that's still at the Jets right now, the safety. Edwards? Uh, uh, no, not Edwards. I know who you're talking about. Uh, I'm just drawing blank right now, but he was with us during the Super Bowl, hard-hitting safety, uh, Whitehead, Jordan yeah, Whitehead. Oh, yeah, Jordan Whitehead. Whitehead. Jordan yeah, Whitehead I, I, I think we, we could have got him back. And it was, it was think about money, but he, I think he only got paid like a couple million or something like that. I, well, I think we, well, I don't even think they wanted to move on. For, it, they just were so cap-strapped uh, cap at that time, we couldn't bring him back. That, that, that was one that we just let go because we just couldn't afford him. Yeah. Not that he really got a huge contract or anything, but we just had to – it's one of the things we're like, damn, we gotta, 
do damned if you do, damned if you don't type situation. And yeah. you got to show up in the in a, in a good spot too that fits your character. You got to be in the right scheme to shine. Because if they put you in a place and you're not surrounded by you know a couple good cast of characters and you're not playing what position you're really built for, you're not gonna show out either. No, that's that's hundred percent true. I mean, it's gonna be interesting. Three games left of the season. Sunday, man. What do you think? Sunday, we got the Jaguars coming to That's town. That's Tony Snow's Jaguars. Christmas Eve. That's Christmas Duval Eve. coming Duval. to town. Are we up? Are we playing? Are we playing here? Yeah. We're playing here, but you yeah. know they're gonna travel. They yeah, travel well. Oh, most definitely. Tony's going to the game. He'll well, I'm be sure. there. Of course. He's a season ticket holder for Jacksonville. He drives up there every weekend. You, you, for sit, that. you sit next to him at the game? No. Okay. No, I'm not going. I drive up there too. I they wish. got Whataburger. You get hit the Bucky's on the way. They got a Bucky's. Oh, up there? in Jacksonville. I thought you were saying up to Tampa. I was no, like, no, damn, no, they no, got no. a Bucky's? No, they're Orlando actually getting does. a Bucky's close to Tampa and Ocala. They're going to build the biggest Bucky's. I thought it was Orlando. No, it's over by Ocala. Okay. But I did hear that. Cool. The one, the, the two Bucky's. That they or the Buckies that they have close to us is in uh over in St. Augustine. It's like right off of 95. Not right off, but it's close enough to it. It's over by St. Augustine. People love Buckies. I've never been, been to there. Bucky's? Never. I've never mm, been in one. I've man. seen I've, people. I've had some jerky from there. So you pull in a Buckies, and it's it's exactly what you think it is. They got 200 and something a giant fuel ass tanks. gas station. They got 200 and something fuel tanks. They have parking out the wazoo. And let me tell you this, man. You got to wait in line to get gas. Because what happens is usually people get gas and then they dip and go in the store. I do it all the time. You walk into the store and there's literally a line almost to the cash register to go into the bathroom most of the time. You walk into the bathroom and it's the size of this warehouse. Really? Biggest, most luxurious bathroom you'll ever go to. Like it, they got it, showers and stuff. Hot tub. No, they, don't have, they don't have hot showers and showers. But they, oh. Oh, so it's, not like a, it's not like a truck stop. It's not a truck stop. It's not a truck stop. It's just a really big ass clean racetrack. They pay their employees really well. So she would have so, said so, Wawa. So it's like a Wawa, Wawa on steroids. Wawa, yeah, it's a Wawa on steroids, hundred percent. So they got good food and stuff. Oh, uh, food's fire, man! They're okay. literally smoking meats, smoking meats, smoking Listen, meats. So I will, I will verify this. You know, Craig likes that. When we went to um, a basketball tournament in Atlanta, a lot of our basketball there's one before Atlanta stopped off at the in one Macon. before Atlanta. It's in Macon. The one of the parents was showing me like pictures and like videos, and they had like a, a legit jerky, like station. They got a whole wall, wall. of nothing but jerky, and they it's got, like different kinds. They got a whole. They probably got like a hundred different soft drinks. They got a burrito station where you get like different types of burritos, like and like then a they Chipotle, got a, like like a build your own, like a Chipotle style, something similar to that, where you can get a custom one, like Wawa. You can go to the register, like to the little kiosk, and build whatever food you want. Okay. Then they have another one where they're just pumping out sandwiches and people are in line just snagging them as they come, getting three, four sandwiches at a time. They got, you know, they got all the different types of barbecue meat and then the big ass chicken sandwiches for breakfast. They got all the breakfast stuff. And that's just the Colorado Calor to get some damn hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And that's just that side. On the whole other side, they got the merch. They got hucks. They got like Costa, they got everything plus yeah, the Bucky com- stuff. Commercial for Bucky's here. All right, right man. Now. I'm just letting you know, bro. It's like, like a minute and a half spot for hey, Bucky's. That's why they call us Bucky's? a sponsor. That's I'm with. <laughs> hey, bro, you go to Bucky's and you will literally be there for an hour and walk out and not even paying for gas. You will spend a hundred dollars on snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee, you, bro. Just jerky, just the sandwiches, they, and then they got the beaver chips, like the fresh fried chips that come out. You'll grab a bag and eat it while you're walking around shopping. 
Really, like like yeah. like the like the chips you get from like the the, the restaurants. Yeah, literally they 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 fry they call beaver chips and they put the little razzle dazzle seasoning on them, man. They're legit. Damn, I'm it's a legit now. spot, man. I'm I've been. Bucky, you know send us some jer- jerkiest beaver chips. We'll have to make a road trip one of these days. I'm and down. Hit them up, man. Everybody commenting on the on the freaking thing too. One man. thing about road trips, boy, you always got to hit the Bucky's on the way up. Loves is uh, uh, pretty good too. Loves is good, but that's that's a truck stop. You can go get a shower there. Yeah, yeah. You go take a big old doodle. So I've never done that. Listen, Listen, surprisingly, right? So, on a road trip one time, I had stopped. You know, sometimes you hit those those big gas stations because there's a little bit. They happen to be cheaper on gas. Mm -hmm. I walked into one of these truck stops one day. I'm like, man, I I got a piss. I thought I was gonna walk in there looking like some mutated like. Rats jumping out of there trying to fight <laughs> to get to the toilet or something. Like, bro, that shit was so clean. I'm they like, up, man. Also, the thing, like, because you know, you see like the movies and like the truck stops, they look like some lot lizards. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna be like two dollars. I think it's gonna be like syphilis on the handle and shit. <laughs> like, no, nah, bro, you have to walk in that bitch with a hazmat suit on. Like, I'm just like, and you walk in there, it's like all clean. I'm like, whoa, is this like heaven? It's legit, man. And some you even you can even pay. To, they had like a lounge area, like a club lounge. So you'll pay at Bucky's. No, no, no. At oh. Loves, like some of the bigger truck stops. So you can get like a like a little the massage chairs and shit. Yeah, they have massage chairs, TVs, Wi-Fi's. You pay a little extra so you can get your shower. You literally for, it's for the truck drivers. They could post up for like an hour and a half, two hours while they have to take their break. Yeah. So they accommodate these guys and they give them like a lap of luxury. Welcome to Buck That Travel Channel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anytime you guys want to go, let's go. Damn. We learned. So hopefully, we taught our, our our listeners some some new stuff today. But we do need to get back, reel it in, get on this Jags game. They are traveling to Tampa, so we do have the home field advantage. Not really sure. If Trevor Lawrence is playing or not, and with him being banged up, I'm not really sure he's a, a huge threat to us. I'd rather have a banged up Trevor Lawrence. I would rather have a banged up Trevor Lawrence out there, oh, I'm too. I'm sure they do, too. I'm sure they'd rather have him than C.J. Beathard or whatever. Beathard. 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 Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to play yeah. C.J. Beathard on Christmas Eve. Matter of fact, now that you said that, I, I, I'm pretty sure that he did beat us, and we made fun and of the he name. he beat us hard. And he beat us hard. Yep. <laughs> not soft. All right, so what are you guys going to – how are you going to take him, High C? What's the score? Not hard. Here's the situation, man. It's really hard to it's really hard to call because the Jacksonville Jaguars offensively they do got some weapons. How's so, the defense? So so I don't I don't want to and their defense has been pretty solid. It's it's not it's not a scrub defense by any means. I think these two teams kind of match up evenly in the aspect of both sides of the ball. You know, we got Chris Godwin, we got Mike Evans. Um obviously uh Dave Moore's coming around. Um, our our tight end game they probably got the edge with with Evan Ingram. Running running game wise, they they got Travis Etienne. We got Rock White, which is he averages less than Rock White does on his average. Which is wow. I, I say they're pretty similar. Three point seven to three point eight for Rock White. He's in the high. Derrick Henry, He's the same guy. Derrick Henry, three point eight. Wow. Rock well, that White doesn't happen. That, that that doesn't uh help that his game he only what. Nine yards from scrimmage or twelve for yards. 40, from yeah, he yeah. had thirty rushes for two yards. That that Texans defense put the stop on him, boy. So the, the we did too. The, the Jags coming off of three straight losses against Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Baltimore. Uh, three tough AFC opponents. Uh, a couple of them were one was in overtime and one was by like three or four points. 
This might be a get back game for the for the Jags. It could be uh, for their playoff push. I mean, because right now they don't hold the the South in the AFC. Do, do the Colts have that right Indianapolis now? Indianapolis right now. Shane Steichen, I think he's coach of the year right now. If he takes them boys to the playoff without with Gardner Mitchell, without their number one overall pick, Gardner's a dog. He is. I wish I'm, I like Gardner. If we didn't get Baker Mayfield, that's who I wanted. I kind of think they're kind of the same player. I kind of wanted him over with, Baker Mayfield, they play with but Moxie, you know what I mean? They do. They they got that swagger. They do. And see, that's White, what, I think Dana White needs to put him in the ring. And maybe that's the word I was missing about Purdy just hasn't had that moxie for me yet. And I, I need to see that it it's moment. It's only his second him. year in, man. You know, Listen, he's still a little wet behind the ears. To ear. be a, the seventh round draft pick, Last Mr. Dude. Irrelevant at that. And to do, I'm not taking anything and away from him. And to be in the MVP conversation right now. Leading the league in. in a lot second of stats. In. I know stats don't say you know everything, but they say something. Frank is chiming on the Facebook Frank Live. The tank. Frank the Tank. He's saying Bucks win 31-17. I like that. I'm close to that. I'm I like it to, too. I was thinking 31-20. I like it too, but I'm, I'm afraid if if Trevor doesn't play, even even if CJ play, he like he's gonna eat us up. Chris Flick says Purdy is the next Tom Brady. I thought about that for a little bit. Could be possible. I mean, if I they have this that. dynasty for a couple of years. I would say seventh round, being a seventh round pick, similar similar story. I don't think yeah. he'll have, I don't think he'll be a twenty year player with ten rings. Man, yeah. I hope we can run the tape back when he plays twenty years. He ain't gonna play. Where will we years, be? Man. You'll be like eighty. That's that's what. He's that's, a dick. You're muted. I'm gonna tell you something, man. <laughs> think about that. What? NFL players actually play more than 15 years. Not very many. Uh, Rondé Barber? Mostly quarterbacks, if anything. Uh, yeah, but like how many? Like it, it's out of the yeah. percentage of NFL players, what, what's the NFL career? Three to four years? A six? Average for running backs would Just be probably in general. four, I think. In general. I think it's, it's not that long. I think in general it's like under six years. It's like six years, years, right? Yeah, it's probably so like five So even to half, make something. it to 10 years... That's you're, hard. You're, that, that's yeah, that means you're good. You're a good player. Uh, to average player, basically. So now just think 15 years. You're like 3%. All right? So to even fathom being in the league for 20 years. You might even be less than 3%. 20 years. Who's the only, only other guy that played that long? What's the name? Daryl Green? Yeah, Daryl. Let, uh, let me look that up. Keep talking, though. I want to I find that out. I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now for this game coming up. I think the way the defense has been coming in, they've made adjustments. I think the mm -hmm. running game, keeping the defense fresh, is going to be big. I, I think, think all together, might, yeah, they've made This might be one of our best defensive plays this year. The best defensive games? Best defensive games. So what are you thinking the score is going to be? I was honestly thinking about 31-20, but I, think they, I don't think Jacksonville might not even get that many points. Really? Yeah, I, I think it being Christmas Eve, the Bucks are hot. They're going into some other kind of mode. And this defense is starting to gel a little bit, right? One thing about sports is about momentum. It's about momentum, bro. And it's the buck thing to do. And the Just when we were counting them out, we're going to get a big pick. They might go the complete opposite way and run the table, maybe not deep into the playoffs. But think about it. Jacksonville, we could beat them. The Saints, we've already beat them. I think we match up better this year than we have many other years before that. And the Panthers suck, even though they just beat Atlanta. And, and we almost and lost. We almost them. lost to them. We as almost well. lost to them too. But I think coming up on this next game, we've already played them. We're 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 a better team now than we were when we played the Panthers. All right. Well, Not, it's a division game, so the, it's a, it's a you division take game. That with a grain of salt. But with Godwin and Baker playing 
better together, right? They're they're seeing each other on the field. They know where where they need to be to match up, especially on third down. That's big. Rock White, he is playing his best football. Offensive line is playing a little bit better, even though you know what's the name? Who, how many sacks they gave up this last game? Four five, four sa- five they sacks. Gave up five. Yeah. Okay, they gave up five sacks. They they need to tighten that up a little bit. Green Bay doesn't have the best defense. To give up five sacks, that, that makes you question a little, a couple things. You know, maybe that could have been on Baker just holding the ball a little too much, or there was a couple of plays where linemen got beat. But it is what it is. Defense is playing a little bit better. If we could tackle good, we've been having issues with tackling. It Izian has been playing good football, but he he lacks on tacking, tackling. What's the name? Neil. Neil was killing us, missing tackles and missing big plays. All right, they've kind of addressed that a little bit. If Carlton Davis has decent game if is Jamel Dean playing still is he still hurt is he on the field I haven't heard Jamel his name Dean played last week so he's so obviously played. he he Carlton was out Carlton's out right yeah but Jamel Dean you didn't hear his I name mean, he might be back next week but you week, didn't hear know. Jamel Dean getting burnt right no, no so if they can conti- well. if they can continue to play decent on that secondary and they're making their plays man this could be a big game for the Bucks a big win to then go against division foes to solidify a strong push into the playoffs. I mean, if they end the season with a with a three win another, or well, it would be a total of a six win streak. They're the hot team going to the playoffs, team, bro. If we don't have to play, we'd be the number four seed more than likely. So we would have to play the number two team, right? Because it would be. There's seven teams that make it, but the one team gets the bye week. One team. So you'd have San Francisco get the bye. Two, three. It'd be four, four and five. five. It'd be four so and five, right? It'd be four and five. Or it'd be, yeah. Well, it would be two plays the six. Plays two plays six. six, and then three, three plays, plays five. Seven. seven. Three or, plays seven. So, and then four, four, two four plays, plays seven. Three two. plays six. Yeah, you're oh, right. Okay. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Then four yeah, plays yeah. five. Yep. Yeah. So we could quite possibly be. Who who would be would would be looking at? The Cowboys. It, it, it would be the Cowboys or or the uh, Eagles. The Eagles, whoever doesn't take that division. Yeah. Okay. Because then it would be what um, the Rams and maybe Minnesota. Well, we're we're talking about possibly if we go on a, a six game winning streak, we're talking about a, a Philadelphia team that's going to be limping in the playoffs if that's the team that we we draw. Unless they can write their shit, man, because they're then, not doing good. Don't then, put that bad juju on me. Then we I would also have home field advantage. Even though they beat us at home this this past year, it's hard to beat the same team twice at home. At home, what well, stats are there? That's wow. that's near impossible. All right, so right now you got the 49ers at eleven and three, Cowboys and Eagles both tied in the NFC East at ten and four, 10 and four. Lions at ten and four, with the Vikings at seven and seven, Green Bay at six and eight, and then obviously you know the the NFC South situation at seven and seven, basically, and then the Falcons at six and eight. So so, what's what's Detroit right now? They they would be the second seed or third seed? No, they're they would third. be the third. They're third. Okay. Detroit's or, tough. I don't man. know. There might be a tiebreaker situation if it comes down to the Cowboys, Eagles, and Detroit for that. Even the 49ers, they're only at eleven and three. The 49ers could lose one of their games. Yeah. You know, so they're all pretty tight for that number one spot, basically. But uh, fly Eagles, fly. So pretty much one, two, and three are, are kind of interchangeable right now. Okay. Yeah, basically at the moment. Hey, that Detroit defense looked pretty real deal this last week. The offense as well. It, it, it's it's almost like they heard us talking about how they look like pretenders. 
Remember how we we're talking about that on No Boundaries, and, and you guys were chiming in. We we're talking yeah. about some pretenders. You were like, "Oh, the Detroit Lions look like pretenders." I'm like, "Damn, they done heard Zach call them out." They're like, "Ooh, a pretender, bitch!" They, yeah, they, 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 they came they, through. They've with, been playing a lot better yeah, these they, last few weeks. They came through with a, with, a, with a solid win. So, Santa Claus, all I'm asked for one thing, man. Give my boy Baker Mayfield a playoff win. I just want to stick that nice. to the Baker haters. It'd be nice. I don't care if they make it deep in the playoffs. Just give me one playoff win with Baker. Hey, home. It, we're gonna have. Home field is more likely what it's gonna look like. I'll take that home field win and then so, go get demolished somewhere. Yeah, I'm good with that. I mean, I do like our chances better at home, obviously. In the so, we, are we, spot, so, so are we gonna beat the Jacksonville Jaguars? What would be crazy if the Bucks somehow met the Lions in the NFC Championship? Damn, like like the uh, old school NFC Central showdown. They'd obviously be in Detroit. It might be the second. Well, actually, we'd meet them. We'd meet San Francisco in the second game, wouldn't it? Isn't that how that would work out? If we won our game against like, they would Philly. play the lowest remaining seed. So unless unless the out. other wild card wins. Yeah, which would be what the Lions versus whoever the wild card is who yeah. makes it in. So if the wild card wins, then obviously they they would, they play, would play. San yeah, Francisco. San Francisco would play the lowest remaining seed. Yeah. How about we beat San Francisco in the playoffs? Damn. Sometimes that week off can hurt you. Yeah. Sometimes they can help. Any given Sunday. So that's not the help. type of team I think that's going to hurt. No, I think it would help them because exactly. they would get rested from ba- from oh, being yeah, they, banged they, up. They yeah. worked us already once. Yeah, they they had that law early in the season, but I think it was because they lost guys like Debo for a little bit and Trent Williams. San Fran, San Fran to me is the team to beat in the NFC. Good team in football. AFC I think is wide open because some of the teams that you thought might have the early on lead. Baltimore's tough too, though. Baltimore's been looking tough, but but they've kind of stumbled too. For Super Bowl, they win. They've they've had a couple stumbles. I mean, Miami's. I don't, think, mean, they're, I don't think they're. I don't think they're. Bengals and Jake Browning and what he's doing with that's, with Joe Burrow. That's now. a whole crazy situation. He's looking just as good as, uh, if not better than what Joe Burrow was looking like in there. The Bengals this were season. already a built team. They'd already stacked that team. <laughs> I could tell you this. I bet you some teams gonna be trying to get Jake Browning in the offseason if they can. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Trying to at least that. make some trades because he he's yeah, definitely but, shown he could. Uh, Burrow wasn't doing very good this season in he was his offense. Up. He I was think you're right. You're right. But then James came in and he's just been slugging it. Yeah, I think that calf injury was was a little bit more serious than what they led us to believe in the beginning of the season, and then he kind of uh, pretty much got taken out because he just couldn't. You know, his injuries got too bad. But to have that kind of, you need to sign him to a decent deal, man. Because if, if, that, if that's your backup quarterback. Whew, Cause we 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 know Burrow. Bur, Burrow's the dude. He, he, he just didn't had a bad season because because of injuries. But man, a lot of quarterbacks have bad seasons. I'm with you this for, year. for for guys that have come in as as backups and kind of surprise people. You know, Browning. It's like they have it's a skip the year to beat. of the backup uh, of the backup this year. I mean, like 51, 52 starting and, quarterbacks. And, and, and totally off topic because it's, it's not Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, or, uh, it's football related though. Do you guys think that with especially with the World Cup coming up and, and the NFL owners already agreeing to switch their stadiums to grass and stuff like that and the ones that, that are already turf, do you think that maybe that's something they address in the offseason with so many injuries, especially happening on the turf fields and the players 100%, literally hating it? I bet you that's already in talks. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's about money, right? And it's about protecting your investment in the league. And if you're high dollar guys are you're losing endorsements. You're you're losing that that commercial money because your big guys are falling out. 
If some of these big guys weren't weren't going down, you Aaron Rodgers. Well, I mean, I'll use Sam as an example. Is this? He got the concussion stuff, so he, you know there was that that they have they have grass, don't they? At MetLife though, up there in New York. Mm-mm. No, bro, that was that, that was, was turf, turf. turf. That, that was, was the turf the monster they got. They oh, got okay. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So all that stuff, man. Whatever they can do, so they don't pay out money. So the money continues to that's come in. They're well, gonna address. Well, Sam's part of that settlement that that's gonna be going further now with with future players and stuff. But because you know he had so many years into the game, we and, should sue and, and as Bucks fans for having to well, have shitty teams back in the year, back in the day, and then having to put up with that. I wonder if we can get a class action lawsuit. Shit, we might well bring the Browns fans, the Lions fans, yeah, and all hey, we, hey, we all need to get together and get hey, that check. They're gonna be like, "Sorry, your team should have picked better GMs." Like, are right, you? <laughs> yeah, you got us. You got me. You, you, you right. You right. Let me get some free parking though. But um, I'm gonna give. I'm, I want to give my prediction on this. I, I think the Jags are wounded. I don't think they're the team that people in. I thought they were going to be a way better team this year. They kind of underwhelmed. They were a dark horse for me in the AFC. I think the Bucks might catch them slipping at home, and I, I, I'm going to say 35-21. Tampa I like Bucks. that. I like that. This is a huge game, not only for the Buccaneers, but we thought our division is 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 jammed up. The AFC South as well, but they're kind of in the opposite direction. Eight and six, eight and six, eight and six. That's the records right now in the AFC South for the Jaguars, Colts, and Texans. So, so basically any week, one of those teams could take it. Yeah, right now it says that the Jags are on top of the Colts and the Texans. They must have the tiebreaker. So this is a very important game for them just as much as it is for D'Amico Ryan is sending us over game film right now as we speak. All right, yeah. this is their weakness. Hey, D'Amico <laughs> Ryan should get coach of the year. Coach of the year, him or Shane Steichen? These Listen, two guys are, I think, are both I think D'Amico Ryan out of nowhere, man. Like, he he is showing up. Hey, Dan Campbell's another guy you can throw into that conversation, Dan Campbell, too. Dan Campbell's raw, too. Don't get me How wrong. How about Stefanski and, and the Browns? Lost Deshaun Watson and looked better with Joe Flacco in that defense. Joe He's another Flacco. one. He's, they're 9-5, and five, you know? So, all right. So, real quick. Uh, I, I think the Bucs are going to gonna win this. They're going to keep on the, you know, the winning streak. Uh, hopefully they turn this season around for good, and we can go into the playoffs with a good role and a good good record. I don't want to just you know now that we're actually rolling now. There's no way we can tank for any type of quarterback right now with the way we won the last three. So let's go ahead and go for it. I mean, if we get in the playoffs and and mess around and and win a couple games, who knows? We could find ourselves in the NFC Championship game. Well, and you know, some, we've seen crazier things. Listen, sometimes you luck out. And if you have that kind of uh, pick in the high 20s, sometimes somebody will give you their – one of those teams that are in the high second round, they'll give you that that draft pick and plus a, a, a draft pick next year or something like that in the first round to get up to that spot. So we could flip that thing essentially. Stack. Maybe, maybe not even draft in the first round. Maybe end up with like the first or second pick, or you know, top a top five pick in the second round for somebody who wants to come in and just snag somebody real quick, and maybe drive some drive capital for the following year where we're going to even have more money. So you know, Jason Light has, has been a, a person that has been pretty good with flipping picks and moving up and down the draft board. We've seen it from time to time. So who knows? I mean, it's going to be pretty interesting to see how this offseason plays. It always is. And 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 and, I, and I'm with you on that one. I know for a while we were a little bit like, man. 
you know, we don't want them to do good because, you know, they're going to play just good enough for them to miss somebody. But now it's looking like, you know, hey, well, at least we got a chance. More likely we're going to win our division anyways. So let, let's... I'm rooting for Baker. You know, I'm yeah. rooting for this offense. They're finally getting it together with Dave Canales. It seems like it's finally starting to click. And, and there may not be pressure if so... we bring in a second or third-round quarterback. There, There's probably going to be some guys out there that we can bring in to, to help fill out that quarterback room if we need to. We'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. There's always 2025. We don't. I don't know. I mean, we didn't think we were going to be in this position anyway hey at the beginning of the I'm season. I'm talking about 2023, so. baby. Well, we in the well there's no, yeah. and, and that's the thing. It's been proven lately that this is house's money. Right there, there's, now, there's no science. With. There's no science behind drafting a quarterback. Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant. Yeah. Tom Brady was a seventh round draft pick. Uh, Russell Wilson, who's been looking really, really good. I think he's a look at, was a look fifth at our round quarterback or fourth right round now. Draft pick. First yeah. round, first overall pick on his fourth team in four years. Exactly. So I mean. Hell, you've had guys like Jamarcus Russell, Ryan Leaf to come in and, and, and sucked. So, I mean, Tim Couch is another guy who was a, a high draft pick. In, in, James in, in Winston. James Winston. Hey, now. I like James. Hey, yeah. Marcus Mariota, if you want to throw Marcus Mariota. throw that out there. I hey, mean, who's playing better football right now, James Winston or Marcus Mariota? Is Marcus Mariota even playing football right now? He's not. Exactly. I think he's with the Philadelphia Eagles. I think he's a backup. I think he's still the backup yeah. in Philly. Backup, backup. But, I mean, there, there's no science behind it. And I'm sure if we really went down the went, – went through – all the rosters and really look look at uh, Danny DeVito's little brother over there in, in, in New York. He, I mean, he, I know he just got injured, but he was looking pretty good for, for Aiden O'Connell, Jake Browning, like we just talked about. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I mean, there's some guys out there. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew, but Minshew was a, was a. I think he was a first round draft pick though. No. Actually, wasn't no, no, he? Wasn't no. I don't believe so at all. I thought he was like a higher round draft pick. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll look that up, but I don't believe so. I think he I, he might have even been undrafted. Yeah, I think he he was either low draft. Or no draft. I thought I thought he might have been one of the Jaguars like first round draft pick type things that that didn't pan out. But you, I could be wrong. I know I know Blaine Gabbert was. That was I may be getting him confused with with Gabbert's draft pick, but I thought they made that mistake twice. Uh, he was a six round pick, six round pick, seventy okay. eighth overall in two thousand nineteen. So, I mean, so basically, like a Tom another, Brady, there, there's like Bruce yeah. There's there's another guy right there, another late round guy that that's, that's panned out. So. Sky's limit for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This, like I said, this draft is so deep in quarterback. A second round quarterback here could possibly be a first round draft pick in, in other drafts. So we're, guys, we're not tied to anybody. We can bring in a second or third round guy. We cannot even go quarterback this year and and, and, and tied up the team. You guys well, got I think any we wa- do that and keep planks? Baker. We can still do that. Yeah. You got any walk the planks or any uh, give him the booty for this week? Yeah, I think we got a collective walk the plank and ask for four or five. Yep, four or five. You, hey, you got three knives on your back, boy. Jump ship. Get out of, get out of. How are you gonna be a captain and act like a baby, bro? I hope there's more to this story, and you, and my words make you eat your words. Make me eat my words, Devin White, because I expect better well, out like, of you. Like the mean, that's the thing you said about the disrespect. Well, like the only thing disrespectful is you're playing. You got yeah. some booty to give out. I do have some booty some, to give some out. Some positivity, some booty. I do, man. Go ahead, Baker Mayfield. All right. That's an easy one. I'm going to say K.J. Britt stepping in four, four, five as he, as he okay. stepped out of the building and didn't want to play for the Bucs, even though he was healthy, ready to go. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say K.J. Britt stepped in and played well. I'm going to say Rock White. Rock White. Who my boy Adam Snyder commented earlier on the Facebook Live, and I'm going to go ahead and set, say, set that straight, and I'm going to throw it up on the thing for you because I, I haven't put it yet. He, but he, this is a while ago. He chimed on the Facebook Live, said, just joined. But how about Rock White being third in yards after the catch 
ahead of Chase and St. Brown. Okay. Yeah, he's electric for sure. So he's exciting when it, you when you when he he gets that ball now and you watch him like okay, what's he gonna do? Hit him with a little razz that. Well, he he's been on he's been on a little touchdown streak and stuff yeah. over the past few weeks. So I mean, hey, when when he didn't do that good, we kind of did. You know, we, it was one of those bad bad games. And and Eddie, you know, that was your boy that you were high on, and he made him walk the plank. So you know what? We got to give him the booty. All give right. Booty, so more man. some more booty needs to go out to Chris Godwin for having ten catches, one hundred and fifty five yards. That solid, bro. He's playing solid football. Him and Baker Mayfield are on that level. He was already decent with Mike Evans. But him connecting now and finding Godwin every game. I think it's more or less like, you know how they do uh, uh, NBA players or NBA stars kind of go back and forth on who's going to lead on certain nights or certain days. No, bro, they're both like, getting the ball. That's Well, yeah, but Mike had four catches for 57 yards and a tud where where Chris had six more catches and 100 more yards is my point. It's just it's just one day it could be Mike, one day it could be Rock White, one day it could be Mike I Evans. I think it depends on the He's defense. He's spreading the ball around. Yeah, I think exactly. Four different touchdowns, four different players. I think it just depends yeah. on the defense and who's playing defense and who's not because if you, you catch somebody slipping and, and you know, it was Green Bay has been slipping. Look if it ain't broke, third, don't fix it. Look at your it. third down conversions. I might be wrong, but I think those third down conversions have changed the game with him hitting Godwin now consistently game after game. Well, I mean, I believe we've been one of the top teams in the league for I – mean, we might have had a lull for a minute on third down conversions because I remember talking about it constantly in the beginning of the season. And, and we were, what, 7 for 11 uh, this weekend on third down. So that's over 50%. And if you you're win over games 50%, like that. you're winning – yeah, you're, you're winning, winning games, games by Your converting. defense is off the field. That means you're moving the change. You got more chances to score. Chunky plays too. They were they Chunky were throwing plays, down the bro. field. Yeah, yeah. His most yards uh, he's thrown for the for the Bucks this season, three eighty one. So four touchdowns, most he's thrown this season. Best game in his, his career, I'd say. Chris Flick's chiming on the Facebook Live. He's saying twenty one ten Tampa. He thinks that's what's the score. Twenty one. So Santa gonna give us a win. I think he's giving. I think he's giving the Jaguars defense a little. Did you give your score? Fun. You gave your score. Yeah. What yeah. is your score? Uh, I think I'm I'm pretty close to you guys as well, man. I, I think Did I'm I like get my a, score? I said 35-21. I didn't say. A I'm score pretty yet. close to that. I'm pretty close to that. I think it's going to be about. I want to say thirteen, but maybe thirteen, fifteen, and definitely going to score thirty something points. Okay, I'm, so I'm going to say thirty-five to thirteen, thirty-one okay. to thirteen, somewhere in All that, right. that general zone. I'm going to say twenty-four seventeen. Okay, bucks. All right. Yeah. Any final shout-outs before we get out of here? No final shout-outs. Yeah, I got a big one, man. Sarasota so Memorial Hospital. All right. Got to take care of your boy one more time. Sounds good. Shout-out to SMH. That's a good spot, man. Shout-out to Nature Studios Florida. Oh, yeah. I guess I could shout my own shit out, huh? Sorry Go follow that. my boy, man. He got big things on the, on the upcoming year. Go look up that YouTube. Make sure you guys subscribe. Got a nice video dropping on Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah you, so can, got, you can open it up questions, with your But I'm going to save it family. for next show. I'm going to save it for next show. Right. I'm, gonna let, I'm gonna let them get a taste now. Let, let them get a taste of the video, and then I got some questions for you. Do we come time. back after Christmas? Yeah, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do Tuesday. When is Christmas? Monday. Christmas is Monday. It don't matter to me. I mean, we normally do the show in the evening time anyway, so it's up to y'all. You're the one with the kids, honestly. Me and Zach. Yeah, I got the kids in the afternoon, so. So Tuesday work better yeah, for you. Tuesday. All right, we'll do Tuesday next week. We'll do a little post Christmas, a little little celebration after Christmas. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Hey, if any of y'all 
Got wives that are baking some Christmas cookies, and y'all want to hook us up? Let us know. My wife made some brownies the other night. Not those type of brownies, oh. but just regular brownies. They were so, so good. good. You know, you get that chewy crust on the outside, oh, but yeah, 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 center's yeah, yeah. just uh, nice and moist. See, I, see the, one, the one Christmas tradition we used to have, shout out to Grandma Wiley, my girl Ruth. God bless the dead. She used to send that package that we used to wait for every year. You get them, them, that, that fresh package of Grandma's Christmas cookies. Oh, man. I ain't had that in a few mm. years. You know what I'm saying? It's been a while. You need yeah. so a bring you me back. Man. Man. So, so I'd I, I be on that Christmas cookie. I'd be, I be begging. Like, look, dog, I ain't got the Grandma's no more. One of y'all, if, if there's a, y'all got your, your auntie or somebody cooking up some Christmas cookies and she want to share some love to fuck that podcast, we are down. And it doesn't matter if they got sugar in them or not, because Zach will have a little cheat day. He got a little zabs out. He can hit the hit. I do make my grandma's famous ginger snap cookies. And I've kind of perfected them over the years. I'm not opposed to ginger snaps. They're pretty good. So I might have to make some. It takes some time. I'm sure. Listen, homemade cookies are not an easy task. And anybody who makes homemade cookies, I salute you. Because I think my mom is coming to town this weekend to maybe do Christmas cookies with the girls. But... I think she was supposed to come last week, because I'm gonna hold my breath. But I'm down for some Christmas cookies. And shout On out that to my, note, shout out to Phyllis because she good, brought some Christmas cookies. Shout for out to everyone, all our listeners. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We'll catch Feliz you guys. Navidad. Merry Christmas. Catch you guys next week. But y'all be tuned in tomorrow for No Boundary Sports Talk with myself and my boy Derek. Peace out. Adios. Adios.